A lot going on in the city as well, including Charlotte FC's big victory over Nacoxa on Saturday. And it's our pleasure to be welcomed on the VitaWorks Plus guest hotline by their president, Joe Labou, who joins us to talk on your home of Charlotte FC, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. What's going on, Joe? Congratulations, and uh, glad to see that we're through to the knockout stage. Thanks. Well, it's good to see you, man. It was good, good chatting on uh, Saturday. Maybe we got to do that more often pre-kick. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Uh, what does it mean to be still playing in this tournament, which I know for you guys has been kind of a learn-on-the-fly type scenario with uh, a lot of different things going into it, but uh, it's great to see the on-field product uh, shining in the way that it has over the first two games of this tournament. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the team is the team is earned you know the the, the right to, to to advance obviously um penalty kick went out in dallas was it was a big deal and to come home and have a decisive victory on saturday um you know really speaks to to, to sort of the evolution of the team um you know you you want to start playing your best now i mean i I've, I've been on with you before we've talked about some challenges we've had this year but uh you know come in and, and take this take this tournament seriously, um, go out and win games, build confidence. Uh, it's been great to see. I know that with the injury to Enzo Capetti, uh, the onus was on the other two DPs to step up. And I think uh, you've seen it from Carol Svidersky throughout, and we're starting to see it again from Camille Josefiak. I know Camille had the uh, the injury in Atlanta, mm-hmm. but uh, seeing those two really kind of take some ownership, it's been real great to see the way they've played it. And Svidersky's on some kind of heater right now with the goals and the ones that he's assisting with. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've had, we've had, we've had our fair share of injuries across the roster this year and, you know, it's been a next man up attitude every single match. Um, you know, and look, when you've got, when you've got players of the caliber of Karen, Carol and Camille, um, you know, to see them step up and, and do what they need to do is, really, really important. I mean, ignite the fire under everyone. And, you know, it's, it's a professional attitude to, to, to see the way Camille's, you know, battled back from a few setbacks this year um, is, is, is great to see. It's inspiring. I mean, you know, the work to get back. And when you get back onto the pitch, he was in such good form earlier in the year. Um, I know he was frustrated uh, being off, but to come back on and, and to compete and, and to contribute – um, you see the chemistry those two particularly have, but um, you know, hats off to the entire roster. I mean, we had some some players once again shine on Saturday um, in some big spots. You know, Andrew Privet, for example, coming off you know Crown Legacy season this year, he's been he's been performing at a, at a high level, and see what he's done the last couple of matches is a huge huge testament to the club. It's the player pathway we talked about. Um, it, it's a lot of good building blocks that the fans should be proud of. So the game Thursday is going to happen at Toyota Stadium in Dallas. So Charlotte FC goes back to the scene of their first win in this tournament uh, when they beat FC Dallas, as you mentioned, Joe, on penalties. Uh, I know that we had the option to host, but because the building is occupied during that time, uh, we do not. Well, what can you tell us about how we got to playing in Dallas against Cruz Azul on Thursday? Yeah, just, you know, obviously not what we wanted. I mean, we earned, we earned, the, fact, we earned the right to, to host a game at home, but you know, uh, due to due to the scheduling conflicts here at the stadium, you know, we can't. And you know, as I explained yesterday, I, you know, I put a post out on social because, I mean, fans were frustrated, rightfully so. I think you know, we're all frustrated. We all want to play here in front of our fans because it's the best chance to win. 
It's, it's better. It's less travel. I mean, all, all the things that, that pl- make playing at home beneficial, um, unfortunately, we can't have due to the fact that, you know, there were prior stadium engagements, you know, a concert that's going to be here next week. It was, it was booked in May of 2022, you know, and, and uh, you know, working through an inaugural League Cup season is a challenge. Um, you know, we got we to gotta block a date back you know, late, late fall um, into the winter that was essentially a block from August 1st to August 19th. And you look at that, that block and then, you know, you immediately start thinking, all right, this may be a challenge. You know, the concert's going to be there. You've got to fit Panthers events in there too. You know, it's, and it's a collaborative effort between the league, um, all the entities involved. And, you know, for us, unfortunately, when the schedule came out, which was very fluid, you know, the only thing that we knew back in March was we were going to host on July 29th. You know, we didn't. We had a block for these these knockout round games. We didn't have a specific date. And when we got the date ranges, unfortunately for us, it was really the probably the one one point in August where we couldn't we couldn't you know change. And we we looked, we evaluated, we tried, we we came up with certain contingencies. And trust me, we explored all options. You know, the concerts come into the stadium. They require it requires a few days, obviously, to to load in, to build, to prepare, and then they've got to break down on the back end of that. You know, if you play in an indoor stadium, for example, in domes, the, the flip times, you know, you can probably speed it up a little bit because you don't have to build any 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 time in for for weather, for example. If you look at the forecast next week. I mean, there's some rains, there's some storms. There's things you've got to consider when you're an outdoor venue. And again, this is something that was, that was booked back in May of 2022. You know, tickets were sold for that. This thing was in motion. We sort of got to build around it. And obviously next year, we know a little bit more about League's Cup. We understand. I think the league is learning too. So because of that, there, there, were, there were already plans. There were neutral site venues that were pre-selected. The league went out to the clubs because we are not the only club in the league that has this issue. I can assure you of that there's other clubs and I was on calls last week with the other clubs with issues too. Some, some, our fans may, may learn some maybe aren't playing anymore. So you're not, you're never going to know, but this is an isolated Charlotte incident. The league had plans and, you know, Dallas is one of the stadiums that sort of raised their hand and said, Hey, we'll host either an MLS club that cannot host, or if there were two Mexican sides playing against each other, they, they offered to host, so, you know, uh, unfortunate, but uh, like I said, we, we've got it. We've got to play with the hand we're dealt. Definitely so. And uh, part of the reason, I think it was the three Texas uh, venues and Orlando were the ones that were uh, in our region. Uh, your statement online did say about uh, potential other local venues uh, potentially mm-hmm. were exhausted. What were those and, and why didn't they work? Yeah, I mean, we, we, we explored, you know, when this when this scenario looked like, oh, you know what, it, it might happen. You know, we got with the league and said, look, we understand, we understand that the neutral site, we agreed to it, but if there's something that we can do, would you allow us to explore? They did, you know, we, we went to local venues and what it comes down to is, you know, there's a certain, there's a certain level of amenities and capabilities at buildings that, you know, the league is requiring. And, you know, I, I too saw online people like, just go play the college stadium, you know, go, go play Memorial. And trust me, we looked at these places, but at the end of the day, for one reason or other, the venues weren't 
they weren't able to host. And, you know, some, some, were, some were broadcasting capabilities, even some of these stadiums where people are like, well, there's college football games. They're on there. This game for us in particular, it's on Univision. It's on linear television as well because Cruz Azul is playing. So it was another, another added element that needs to be considered by the league. And we pushed. We did our diligence last week. And, you know, they called us back Friday and said, look, we've got to stick with the original plan. Y'all win tomorrow. It's kind of, that's what's going to happen. So, you know, again, we, we tried, um, but this, this was something that was, that was pre-planned. I mean, people, other, other teams had to plan for this as well. Um, again, we're, it's not isolated to Charlotte. Yeah, the, the other uh, question I'll ask is, is, again, there were a lot of drivable places. Like you said, the, the colleges locally, uh, Atlanta was one that was brought in. So there, was, mm-hmm. there was nothing necessarily that was a, a drivable one that, that you guys could consider that, that, that worked, at least for you guys. No, not a, no. I mean, we again, we looked. You have to understand too. In order to make that happen, you've got to mobilize the broad, the right broadcast people. There's, there's the the teams. For example, the league on next teams, they're essentially on the road for a month. Mm-hmm. They're they're very nomadic. They don't have a home. So when they come in, you know, we've got to provide them a place to play that's to the level that the, the league's cup requires, and and rightfully so. So you know. To have these conversations over the last couple of weeks, really, you know, the last week or so, is we were scrambling and trying again and pushing the envelope. Um, ultimately, it just came down to just not not enough time, not 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 the right venues, and you know, we needed we needed an MLS ready a venue, and fortunately, ours here in Charlotte is is not available for, you know. Unfortunate, but uh, um, I know the team's going to definitely put forth their best effort in uh, in Dallas against Cruz Azul. Uh, I know the transfer window is up here uh, at the end, uh, at least middle part of next week. Uh, what can you tell us about the business that uh, Zoran and the folks on the club side are doing to try and uh, potentially add to this squad as the window comes to a close? Yeah, still evaluating. You know what 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 could be a potential fit uh, for our team. I mean, based on need. And, you know, based on players that, 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 that not only fit into our system, but want to be here as well, you know, and, and there's conversations happening right now. You know, you've heard Zorn talk about it. Uh, Christian's talked about it as well. And it, it is a big week. So hopefully we've got news to come. Um, you know, we, we should have uh, Brecht in town soon, which will be great. Um, you know, that announcement was made a few weeks ago. And, uh, you know, we're always looking to become better. Joe Labou, president of Charlotte FC. I know that the situation's been difficult with uh, with the hosting stuff, but uh, mm-hmm. I appreciate the the candor, appreciate the openness, and uh, and coming on here and talking about it. And uh, we know you guys are going to go out there and give them hell on Thursday against Cruz Azul. No, thanks, Willie. Yeah, I appreciate it, and we do appreciate all the support out there and the fans, and understand the concern and frustration that comes from a really good place. You know, I just want everybody to know that we're trying our we're we're trying hard here. We we left no stone unturned, um, and we're being as transparent as possible. If there's people out there thinking there's conspiracy theorists, you know, they're, they're out there. Um, but we're, we're working hard, and, you know, we want what's best for the team, and we want what's best for the fans as well. And it is important, so I appreciate you letting me coming on, come on here and, uh, you know, all the support that you give us constantly too, Willie. Of course, of course. And we, and we will have that game on the air Thursday on WFNZ. Joe LeBou, the president of Charlotte FC, joining us here on the uh, Body Works Plus guest hotline.